Welcome to Lou Live Loud and Unplugged. I'm Louise Poole, host of this podcast, which is good because otherwise calling it Lou would just be a little bit weird. You can normally catch me on 97.3 Brisbane from 9am weekday mornings. And now in this podcast, which is going to feature interviews with music, TV, film, entertainers, all the personalities that we love, we'll get up close and personal with them. In this episode, we're talking with British singer-songwriter Callum Scott, who went from his career in HR to being a world-famous musician after he starred on Britain's Got Talent. We're going to talk to him all about that experience, his new album, Only Human, and what it was like to come out in the public eye. Hello, Callum. Hello, Louise. Hello. How are you? Hello, my darling. How are you? Oh, my darling. Oh, you're melting my heart already. <laughs> Pleasure. How's things? How are oh, you going? I'm good. Is it just because you're in a good mood? Because, you know, your album's debuted, what, number five on the ARIA charts? Oh, my God. I'm not, I'm, every time I come to Australia, I'm in, I'm in a good mood. And I'm embracing my inner Australian. I'm, I'm starting to say, this Arbor. Yep. I'm starting to say this. I'm starting to say, um, even when I'm speaking, had a bit of an Australian twang. Oh. Just working towards my residency. I think that's what I'm trying to do. You're doing what we do. We go overseas and then we, we start mocking, oh. accidentally mocking people's accents. Like you, you go to London, you start talking like you're from somewhere. I don't know where. You can't help yourself. to the Queen. <laughs> I mean, does this happen elsewhere around the world? Are you? Uh... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like a chameleon. I always yes. have been, even when like I was at school, I was a bit of a chameleon just I'm, I'm, I embrace other people to a point where I start copying by accident I suppose it's flattery but I love being here like you said about my album debuting at number five I mean as of a few months ago I'd never been to Australia and then I get the opportunity to come over here as, a, as an artist and my music's so well received it's mm. it's just a dream come true it really is just don't get the Aussies and the Kiwis mixed up we we, we got issues with that yeah well somebody said to me the other day there was like Aus, Australia New Zealand same thing I'm like no I'm not from here and I know that's not right. <laughs> I know that's right, not right. The only thing I will say is that I've not had enough time to explore Australia, go out on an adventure of Australia. That's the only thing. But you are going to get more time because you're coming back in October. I'm coming back in October with my show, with my headline show. Um, it's going to be amazing. You know, I've never done any shows in Australia before. I've never performed to an Australian crowd. So I'm just so excited. And when I announced it, all of my fans here went crazy crazy they've been waiting for this news for so long i can't believe i'm coming on tour i mean it was cool enough when i was performing on the voice and the reaction i got there Mm. just kudos to the australian audience who have been so patient so supportive from half the world away from where i live and i'm just thrilled i'm absolutely thrilled i'm counting down the days to come back already and i haven't even left (laughs) it's crazy it's been a very big journey for you since britain's got talent Mm -hmm. what was it like to suddenly find yourself uh, i suppose popular overnight and and it was it literally was overnight um i went from a very normal nine to five guy working in human resources for eight years like dealing with complaints and shredding and making wonderful cups of tea i must admit um i had eight years of practice um (laughs) but uh yeah going from a very normal uh, office guy to having that moment on britain's got talent which just completely changed the whole trajectory of my life you know um it was a a feeling I, i can't even explain to you i just just a, a, a 
the birth of this new um, purpose in my life. When the show ended and I didn't get signed, I kind of had a moment where I was like, oh, maybe that was it. Maybe it was just sort of a whirlwind adventure and maybe I have to go back to my day job. But I just I just knew that it was a calling and that I needed to carry on. And I've worked really, really hard. I put on my music and the audience have, have spoken. You know, the, the fans have, have kept me in this incredible position where I get to do something I love every single day. And um, I'm no longer making cups of tea. I'm out <laughs> touring the world, going to all these incredible places in the world and singing to all my amazing fans and gaining new ones all the time. It's it's a world away of difference from human resources, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but that's where the single, um, th- that first single of yours sort of came from, wasn't it? Dancing on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the song I sang at my audition. And the the amazing thing about that is that Dancing on my own, the single, the one that you hear, was actually recorded at my mum's place in Hull, where I was where I was born. It, it was recorded in my home studio in in Hull. It's just so insane and surreal to look back on the single where it started. In in Hall as just my sort of interpretation of Robin's song mm. to then propelling me to be writing my debut record with Capitol Records and it's a bit of a bit of a surreal experience really. So how'd the duet with Leona Lewis come about? Um, so the, the Leona thing, I was writing the album uh, and we, in fact we were recording the album at this point, I think we'd more or less finished it um, and then I get an email from Diane Warren, prolific songwriter from, from America. Mm. Uh, I've worked with her before, so is Leona and I get an email out of the blue from Diane saying, Callum, I've worked with Leona on this track, you, you'll be incredible to duet with her, here's her email, you guys should talk, leave you to it. <laughs> kind of as, as, as simple as that from there in me and Leona started uh, emailing backwards and forwards she sent me some of her music I sent her some of mine um, and she just fell in love with you other reason and she's like can I be a part of this you know I think one of the unspoken bonds that we had was that we'd obviously both come from a talent show we've both worked hard to keep ourselves in the industry and to have that beautiful relationship with our fans mm. and we both sing from the same sort of place as well you know that heartfelt ballad-esque kind of vibe and she brought a complete new magic to the song when I wrote You Are The Reason I never thought of it as a ballad it was a kind of like a, a tribute to love in all of its context you know not just necessarily love between you know two individuals but the love that you feel for your family and your friends and those close to you and then Leona sang on it and it romanced it and kind of made it a, a love song and then since then I've seen people use it as their, their wedding song and their engagement song and it, it, it's just the, honestly I can't even tell you the, the feeling it's just it's just beautiful. Oh, that'd be so sweet. So you've actually seen like engagement videos. Of, oh my oh. God, yeah. And my friends FaceTimed me from the UK um, yesterday and it was their wedding and it was their first dance oh. song. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I was in, in bloody tears. It was it was so incredible. You know, when I see videos of people slow dancing to you other reason or, you know, be it somebody reaching out to me to say, oh, you know, since I've been listening to your album, I've been really inspired and, you know, I've, I've, I've come out as gay to my family and thank you so much. It, just seeing the reaction that I'm having with these with these people is just incredible. I mean, yeah. it, it makes me feel like I'm using music as my medicine. It makes me feel like I'm, I'm 
you know putting a bit more love back into the world which I think we need right now um, and it is it's the most it's a privilege to do it you know and it's great that you mentioned that fans come to you and say that you are I suppose an inspiration for coming out because I mean I tip my hat to you you had the public you. watching you and you were able to take something that a lot of people find so very private and mm-hmm. be public about it and become an inspiration to members of the LGBTIQA community so do you hear this story often that what you've done has sort of been a beacon of light for someone else? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, you know, from from being a young kid, um, I, I struggled identifying who I was and being young and probably being in the northeast of the country as well. And with it being so long ago, it wasn't as easy back then you know I struggled with with who I was and I told my friends and I was kind of abandoned by them from a from a young age uh, and I wrote a song called Only You which is about my best friend at the time helping me through that but yeah I was kind of abandoned so I suppressed my sexuality for a long time and then when I started writing the album I just started feeling weight lifting off of me and it become a therapy and then one particular song that I wrote is called If Our Love Is Wrong which is a song right at the top of the album and it's a song all about my debate that I was having with with myself of shall I tell the media and the wider audience about my sexuality you know for for a guy who lived in the northeast of England you know for 27 years of their life 26 27 years of their life then opening their door to the entire world was quite a quite a massive thing you know and because I wasn't 100% with my sexuality it was even more overwhelming and I was I was scared basically that I would lose all this support and all these fans and all the love that I'd become open to over the course of the of the time that I'd been singing and as soon as I wrote that song it just it turned it turned a corner for me as an artist for me as an individual I become more honest I become more liberated and I just thought you know if I can write a song that one person will listen to and say you know what he was terrified and he he's never been happier by you know embracing who he is i'm going to do the same if that one person does that it makes me feel like everything i've been through has, has, has been worth it yeah. you know and if i can inspire one person then you know it's a dream come true and so this is why i've written the album i have is because i don't take this lightly this isn't just me making pop songs this is me using my influence to potentially do good in the world you know and, and inspire people people to be happy with themselves. Authenticity is absolutely everything. Absolutely. I mean, I think people are not stupid. They can smell BS, I think, is, is the, the most polite way to put it. I think people can tell if somebody's been fake. I feel like because I am so genuine and because I am so real about things and talk about real situations and real stories of my own, I think people gravitate to that. It's not based on me sort of writing radio hits if I can say that in inverted commas it's me writing real life songs where people can put me in their ears and are are gonna get the real thing you know what they see is what they get and I'm there for people whenever they need me whether that's to pop around to something like Rhythm Inside or if it's to share a tear with me in, in If Our Love Is Wrong you know So what advice would you have for somebody who I suppose is at that point where they're coming to terms with their sexuality and, and is afraid to tell somebody What I would say first and foremost is it will happen uh, when when you're ready nobody should feel forced to 
come out. It's taken me a, a long time to be comfortable with my sexuality, but I just feel like everything is will happen when it's meant to. I wish I sometimes wish I'd have come to terms with my sexuality a lot earlier. But then in the same vein, it's maybe just been that process I've had to go through. You know, if I had come to terms with it earlier, I may not have written the album I've written, which is now being used as a tool to inspire other people. So. I think the first thing is it will happen when you're ready. And the second thing is that there is a, a lot of love in the LGBTQIA plus community. It's growing all the time. It's not going anywhere. And the world is becoming a lot more of a understanding place to be. You know, we've got mm. we've got somewhere to go. There's still it's still not acceptable in every state or every country and um, there's some communities or some beliefs and whatever that that still make it difficult but there is a lot of love and you know even if it's difficult to find that within your own community or within your own family um there are helplines out there and websites where people can get the support that they need because nobody should suffer and nobody should feel like that they're, they're lesser than anybody to, to bring it back to my album that's kind of what i'm trying to say there is that we are only human and we can't help who we fall in love with there's these emotions that are beyond our control so yeah my advice is you know just it, it, i mean i'm always here if people need me that's why i make myself available and approachable uh, it's me on social media it's me behind these songs to try and give a piece of my heart to everybody else try and share it as much as i can mm -hmm. um and like i say it'll happen when you're ready and um there's a lot of love out there for you if you are ready yeah, we're not going anywhere. Absolutely beautiful, Callum. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, tell me about the new single, Rhythm Inside. Yes, so Rhythm Inside is really exciting. Um, Rhythm Inside is uh, a song probably more upbeat out of my collection. I'm a sucker for sad songs and piano. Um, but I, I have written a couple of songs on the album just to reflect that, I, you know, I've got the positives in there as well, obviously. And this is more uplifting. This is more hopeful. And it's about that, that moment that you lock eyes with somebody from across the room, across the bar, and you just get all of those internal feelings. You know, we talk about, obviously, the mushy-gushy stuff all the time in music. I'm a sucker for it. But... Rarely do we talk about the, that internal journey, you know, the hair standing on end, the dry mouth, the butterflies in your belly, you know, all those kind of things that we all experience. I wanted to write about that. It's one of my one of my favourites to perform live. Always gets people up and moving. And yeah, it's it's I'm, I'm, I can sing it with a smile on my face <laughs> instead of singing songs that I'm I'm kind of close to tears with. So it's a it's a nice difference. It's it's a great bop. Um, Thank you. The the rhythm inside you. What do you, what do you reckon it is? Is it a four four beat? Is it a little reggae man? It's a it's a. I mean, it's. I'd like to say it's a, a reggaeton kind of beat. But it's. Um, I don't know if I would be in hospital if my heart was beating like that. Um, it's. You know what? I have still got the. And it's a bit corny to say, but I've still got that same heartbeat in my in my heart as I had when I very first started. It's full of passion, full of hope, and just extremely grateful for being in the position I'm in. So it still beats exactly the same. It's a strong heartbeat. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that with everybody else. Thanks so much for your time today, Callum. Really, really looking forward to seeing you when you come back again in October. Oh, you're coming to one of the shows? That's awesome. Of course. I wouldn't miss Beautiful it. News. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for, to the, for the chat today. It was lovely. If you enjoyed my chat with Callum Scott, then make sure you subscribe. You can also follow me on social media on Instagram, Louise underscore pool, or on Facebook at Louise Pool. See you next time.